Hey everyone, welcome to Mama Issues. I'm Charmaine. I'm Shani. Hello, I am Mama Shelly. And today we're going to talk about control. How do you balance that and let go? Let's get into it. Motherhood isn't always easy, but it's always worth it. And we want to help you find your own path to purpose and promise. So have you ever felt a moment where you were in control and let go? What were some of those moments? Let's talk about that. Because we all know about being in control, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Control of your, you feeling like you need to have control of your life, control of your children, so no harm will come to them with all of the background trauma that we've experienced, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you balance all of that trauma, control, and then having the strength to breathe, trust God, and let it go? Give me an example. (laughs) You were supposed to. (laughs) Girl. All right, let me get up. Let me let you move. I'm good, I'm good. Give an example. So I need to give you an example for your your life. Are we here? We here. We here. You sure? Take the take the control. <laughs> take control. You want me to take control? For a second. For a second. Sometimes you Ask need to take question. control. Right. You need to let go sometimes. See, yeah, 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 yeah. Let it go. Let it go. See, you learning. Baby. You learning. You learning. Okay, baby. Your turn. How do I, when I know that I'm being, like, I, when I know that I'm in a situation where now I feel like I'm overwhelmed. Mm. But it took a long time to get there because I, naturally, I like to control everything. And I'm not afraid to say that because I'm over it now. But, you know, I wouldn't admit to it. I'm growing. You are. I'm growing. So what do you feel like you need to control? I need to control my mouth. Mm. Because I speak too soon. Mm. Because of the anointing that God has placed on me, I can see before Mm -hmm. people even know and I've even in certain situations in you all's life I have demonstrated that as well and it it was very scary to know that you're anointed and you try to run away from that so then it's like because you can either use that as good and bad and sometimes I would use it as bad because I understand the situation Mm -hmm. so I would try to control the situation and let instead of letting God speak to me, mm-hmm. settle my spirit, and to listen to God on how to deliver that message so it's not perceived as control. Because sometimes it's not control, but it's just like I'm just trying to help you not go into that pit that I see you going into because I was blessed with seeing mm-hmm. seeing that. So if God gives you a vision, for example, yeah, vision. you feel like you want to control the outcome. Yeah. And knowing now you can't control the outcome because he just gives that vision, I mean, that gift to you. And learning to respect each person's journey. Mm. Going going back to when we were speaking about journey, it, it forced me to be quiet and to let everyone go through their journey because I cannot control the outcome. Mm-hmm. Even though if you just listen to me, I, you know, it wouldn't be that, but I have to learn to be quiet. And uh, someone told me not too long ago that, Shani, I don't need you to uplift me. 
Stop mm. uplifting me. I want to be who I am. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, you need to stop trying to control everything. You have to let them go through their journey like you did. When mm. I didn't want anybody judging me mm -hmm. in my journey. So when people say things like that, it just humbles me more and shows me you are out of control. Mm -hmm. No matter how much you feel like you're quote unquote pouring into somebody, you may be breaking down their journey. Mm. So I've mm. just learned to be quiet and let them enjoy their journey instead of controlling their journey just because I have visions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what I'm hearing is, it's not necessarily about the journey it's about the process that we can mm -hmm. take away from them because some water, some plant, but only God gives the increase. Mm -hmm. And so when we try right. to interfere or control the outcome, mm -hmm. we're actually hindering their growth. We're right. hindering their possibility. Mm -hmm. We're hindering their promise because mm -hmm. that's not our job. That's something I really had to learn. I remember I used to have to drive like 30 miles to a job when I was working with families and, and doing family in-home therapy. I would see the same people over and over again, knowing their situation. Like, if you would just yes. go to school, stay in school, <laughs> right. you could get out of this situation mm -hmm. financially. Right. Or if you would just communicate differently. Like, I would bring in everything. Mm -hmm. I would bring in the answer, wanting them to change. But God had to tell me one day, that's not your job. That's my job. Your job is to plant the seed. Mm -hmm. I'll grow it up. You plant it, so that control. But right. how do you how do you plant the seed without stepping on or stepping over boundaries? Um, how does a farmer farm? What you mean by that? Because I'm okay. not a farmer. So what I'm saying is, is farmers their job is to mm -hmm. make sure the soil is good. Mm -hmm. Their job is to plant the seeds. Mm -hmm. It's not their job to control the weather. That kind of reminds me of like. I get it now, like a farmer planting a seed, mm -hmm. watering, tilling the ground, right. and then watching for it to grow. Right. Now, how long are you going <laughs> to sit there and right. just wait for everything to grow? You're not. Mm -hmm. You have to trust the process. And really, they're trusting God yeah. that it's going to rain and the sun's going to shine. Yeah. It's not our job. Yeah, but what do you say to that person saying, for It's example, not your job. It's not. But we can't just leave people, I believe you can't just leave people to just be self-destructive. Mm. You, you see me walking yeah. in the freeway. Yeah. It's a, a thin line. It's a thin line. You see me walking in the freeway. You're not going to say, oh, well, I'm going to just let her walk and mm, she'll her figure it out. You're right. I mean, at the same time, you can swerve around. Because. Really? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just I mean, saying, you you cannot want it more than the other person wants it for themselves. Learn. It's mentality. They know it's the freeway. You got to meet them at their level, basically. They know it's the freeway. Yeah. I'm not going to pull over every person that walks in the freeway. You know where I live? California. Now, there's many people on the freeway walking. Now, you think if I stop and say, hey, I don't think you should camp on this exit. I think you should go to exit 203. That's not my job. You know where you're at. Realistically, you know where you're at. And when we're sad, we know that we're sad. When we're not fulfilling our purpose, we know that we're not fulfilling our purpose. Let's just keep it 100. I think you some knew people you were, do. Yeah. Some people do, but then some people don't because they're just so comfortable with who they are. 
that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's like that. Cause look at my situation as a mom, uh, growing up as a single, growing up in a single parent home. I didn't realize that I was in trauma. You don't. So for I need somebody to pull me out of that highway because I don't even know where I am. Mm-hmm. What were you putting? I don't even know if I'm in. I don't even know mm-hmm. what state I'm in. I need you to come and get me, and that's what so many people need. They need you to come get them. They need you to be the voice. They need you to be the eyes. Sometimes I need you to be my feet. Sometimes I need you to be my hands and carry me. You're right. So coming from my lens, I didn't even know I was depressed. Going back to how do you know what you don't know? You don't know. Mm, so we don't. need we need you. I think the question may be more so how how do you navigate between discerning if you should go tell right. them or not? How yeah. do you navigate that? That is what well, you need when to I when I encourage somebody, I always get that discernment, ask the Lord to give me more insight. Mm-hmm. Because I can't just come and talk to you and think I know what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. I'm definitely not going to know. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't rely on ourselves. But when I talk to somebody and I encourage them, first you have to be ready in and out of season. That's what the Bible right. says. You got to be ready in and out of season to correct, rebuke, and to encourage. That part. So mm-hmm. once you have corrected, rebuked, or rebuked and correct, make sure you leave them with encouragement. Right. Don't just, or like for your instance, you said that the young man had told you, don't, don't, don't even try to encourage me. I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? Encouraged. I don't want to be encouraged. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's fine. But this is what I heard from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then leave it at that. It ain't up to you to check in like, hey, what about that word I told you? That's not that's none of your business. You tell them what was supposed to be told or you encourage them and then guess what? Along down along down the line, you going they're going to eventually hear it. Mhm. But what if they Whether don't? if they don't, that's up to not you. That's what I just Because said. the farmer Guess what happens? The farmer <laughs> if they see that there is rubbish after mm-hmm. the ground has been tilled and the seed has been planted and then there is no no production or no um increase that farmer will have a um it's called a medical fire or um prescribed right, fire right, right, right. Mm-hmm. they will light that ground on fire mm-hmm. and get rid of everything that is not producing fruit right or producing you know mm-hmm. so that's exactly what will happen if you're not producing anything that's not up to you as the farmer mm-hmm. you just do what your job is mm-hmm. okay so if you do what your job is, for me, my personality is to pour into. So how do I get out of knowing who to pour into since everyone doesn't want to be poured into I think and finding that balance? You want to answer that? Or you? No, go ahead. I'm just trying to process what you said. So you're saying, for your, for example, someone you were pouring into and you thought that's what they needed. Mm-hmm. So but they what, didn't need it. How do you find balance in that? Yeah. You you don't even if you see like we trying, talked about see, purpose. We talked it. about purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You believe your purpose is to encourage, to help push cuz you are I think that is your purpose. That mm-hmm. part of your purpose you push. Yes. In I the do. right direction. But if they are not accepting it, that is really not up to you. You have fulfilled what you have done. You know what I'm saying? Don't get discouraged because you get one rejection. That doesn't make sense. 
that's your still that's still your purpose. But also, you have to realize not everyone is your assignment. That yeah, is that may be your true. purpose, that but it not, may not be your assignment. That's just like me mm-hmm. being in education for all these years. If I put myself in the in the position of a student, if I walk into somebody else's classroom, sit down, mm-hmm. that wasn't my that was on my line. schedule. You out of yeah. line. But it's like I'm doing an assignment. I'm not gonna get any credit for it. Yeah. Mm. So we That's have to real. know our assignment. That is real. Also. So to me, if someone's, I mean, it, it's it's kind of sticky. Yeah. But you do have to know. That's why you have to stay connected. Right. And there's a scripture that says, "Hey, dust the dust your feet. Dust if your they don't feet. receive you, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. Dust your feet and take your peace with you. Right. Absolutely. Your peace. Your peace. That's what you need to realize. Yes. Is it, it so? How do you find the balance in everything with ministering to people? Because it is difficult when they don't receive what you're trying to pour into them. How do you know that, though? I don't know that. That's that's a that's the control part of yes, it. You're right. Definitely. Back at control. Back at control. No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> trying to control the outcome. That's not your job. Yeah. We have to let God be God. Yes. There's nothing else to say to it because just like Jonah, he said, um, he was like in the belly of the well because God, of course, God told him, go. Go and say. (laughs) (laughs) But once he understood and he was like, okay, God, I'm going to go. And when he went, the people were still acting a fool. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he went to God and he said, why did you t- come to me? Why did you, first of all, pull me out of what I'm doing just to come right. tell a rebellious generation mm-hmm. what you have told? And God said, you see this plant? You didn't make this. Mm. I did. It's not your problem. That is control. It mm. is. So we have to be you know, mindful of that. One of the most tearful things that I had to come to realization with was when God told me to take my hands off of you all, my children. Mm-hmm. He said, they're not yours. They belong to me. Now, you all know as a mother how difficult that is, mm-hmm. wanting to control the outcome. And I wanted to control the outcome, but I was doing more harm than good. Right. I was basically squeezing the life out of you all trying to control the outcome. Mm-hmm. I was sexually abused, so I didn't want you all to be sexually abused. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It still happened. Right. So we can't always control the outcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that that was one of the most hard-wrenching things for me to do, what? is realize that I could not control the outcome for my children. But God, yeah. God, had, the, God had the answer. Yeah. Being in survival mode will keep you on trying to control every single thing. Let me ask you, because you're very, very vocal. Very, <laughs> very. Uh, uh, not to put your business out there, oh, but, but like, you know, I can hear you sometimes like, do this, do that. I've done it too. I remember the time when I wanted the house clean so bad. Y'all know I'm a neat freak. You can eat off my floors. But I realized that through therapy, that was control, and it stemmed from fear. Hmm. So what are some of 
the issues and your behaviors that you can think of that you're seeing it come out? Oh, for me, it's always trying to control that those clothes going to be done. <laughs> They're never going to be washed all the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you are so... <laughs> Just keeping it real. We all know we got laundry laying around. So <laughs> it's always the laundry. <laughs> I'm being so serious right now. It's real though. It's real. Laundry has humbled my life. <laughs> Shanny. <laughs> no, I'm saying like having me and my husband and one child. Okay, cool. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Then two children. Hold on. That's a lot of clothes. Three. Oh, you know, I know. And it's like, I cannot control that this is going to be an ongoing cycle. I can't. I cannot control that. So it really made me like, oh, because I used to walk around like really mad. Like, I really want this done. I always want it done. I like clean clothes. I I want it put up. (laughs) What? (laughs) Control. Yeah, very, very much controlling. And then one day God put... That's why it's good to have God in your life. <laughs> because he reminded me Seriously. that peace be still. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're trying to be busy. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Sit mm-hmm. down. Sit yourself It down. is what it is. Mm-hmm. So even the little thing is laundry. It seems so small. But it's, it's bigger than that. You know how when people say, nah. You're deeper than that. You're not yelling just about them clothes. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I'm yelling that I want everything in a specific order because, Control. first of all, I grew up with a father that was in the military mm-hmm. and a mother that's a teacher. Mm-hmm. Both professions have an agenda. Mm-hmm. So, naturally, I attached myself to that and wanted to control because i'm used to being like in you know being controlled controlled. environment yeah Yeah. in a controlled environment and i was never used to just coming home and throwing my jacket or i couldn't just throw my backpack on the ground it was everything has a place you know (laughs) and it does (laughs) that lingered on into me and being a mother and it's like i started doing that now all of my children have cubbies trying to control the toys (laughs) like (laughs) I got sections. Okay, you put all the cars in this drawer. You, you put all of do. the like. I literally have it like that, and then I still labeled. <laughs> literally, I'm a labeler, <laughs> so I'm controlling. Only trucks go here. Only sports wow. cars go here, and oh, it's just baby. like it gets overwhelming for me. But when my kids are gone, I enjoy the the look of it. So I'm learning to let the room just be a mess. They're learning, but I'm teaching them. Mm-hmm. Gradually, what I what I just picked up is is control really about them or you? It's me. I um, can admit that. Yeah, I'm Definitely. never afraid to admit when I'm wrong. Yeah, because I I I still struggle to this day. <laughs> I still with what with control of really? myself. Yeah, I am obsessed You're with so success. Sweet. No, it's success. Oh, yeah, That's my control. Definitely. Because, mm-hmm. but then I had to come to the realization, you are successful, yes. you know, and in what others may think that is not your success, mm-hmm. that's not your success. You know, don't mm-hmm. compare yourself because then that's when you start getting really out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you start controlling yourself because being a high school dropout, I'm like, now I feel like, like y'all, but on a different page mm-hmm. as far as um, teenage 
teenage uh, parents mm-hmm. parenting, I feel like I have failed because mm-hmm. I was dropped. I dropped out at ninth grade. That's young, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm like always obsessed with. I need to do better. I need to do better. I need to do better. Now I kind of understand why y'all yeah, always right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but I'm like I need to do better. I need to do better. And then God is really just making me lie down in green pastures because right. he's like you do not need you're good enough stop yes. always being obsessed with your success mm-hmm. this is crazy you out yes. of hand obsessed with your success very out of yes. hand because you're trying to control every single thing and that's why you fall into depression right because you're trying to control so much mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is not even your title but if you're already <laughs> following your purpose exactly exactly right. So I know this is good, it's juicy, and it's helping us to unveil. Yes. It's time to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So on the wrap up, what's one thing, give me a nugget, Charmaine, that you can deposit in somebody's spirit who feels like they have to control everything? What would be the ease, the resolution? Be confident. Be confident and know that God has your, hand, your life in his hands. Mm-hmm. Don't try to take your life in your own hands because it's not going to turn out good. Mm-hmm. Amen. For me. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I work on it every day, so let's see where I start. Um, just stop. Mm. Just stop. Stop trying to control. And mm-hmm. it can be the smallest thing as the laundry. Stop mm-hmm. trying to make it work if it's not working right now. Learn mm-hmm. how to just be. Yes. Yep. Learn how to lay lie in those green pastures. Stop trying to control every little thing in your life, and then you'll start to gradually stop mm-hmm. controlling things. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, move out of the control, balance it, yes. so we can be productive and successful. Mothers, right? Yes. All right. Thank you. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mama Issues. So if you like this episode, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe.